0: Welcome to Unconventional Ministry. My name is Ron Stafford. Today's guest tells us how evangelism in the Dominican Republic was like dropping a microphone into a confessional as people received Christ in front of national television. On the phone with me right now is Stan Jeter. He is founder and CEO of GNA Global News Alliance. He has a wonderful background uh, reaching out to the uh, Hispanic community, and he joins me right now by phone. Stan, how are you today? Thank you for the time
1: it's a pleasure to be with you and to uh, to talk about some great things that God is doing through the media.
0: Excellent. Um, take me back to a time, you've been in broadcasting quite a few number of years, and you worked with Louise Palau and that wonderful man. Take me back to a time where you saw God's hand really show up and do unconventional things in ministry work.
1: I think the most impressive experience I've had with uh, with that particular question, that issue, was during my uh, time with Luis Palau. Actually, one of my first trips with the evangelists was to the Dominican Republic. We were in Santo Domingo, the capital. He was holding nightly campaign meetings in a stadium. But then after the meeting, as was his custom in those days, he would go to a TV studio for a national television program, a call-in show. I was in the studio with him. And he has a unique gift, talking about the gospel in terms of people understand, you know, not real uh, theologically uh, encumbered discussion, but, but just very, very practical. How the gospel meets our specific needs day to day, whether it's in family relationships or in raising children or in facing issues in your job or or whatever it is. Luis would start his uh, hour-long program by talking about some topic of interest to the to the audience, and then he'd open out the phone lines, and that's where it got really, really interesting. Hmm. Uh, the calls would be, he <laughs> would be filtered. There'd be many, many calls coming in, and then certain calls would be chosen to go out to the set and for Luis to talk with. But the amazing thing to me was that when people started talking to him, Live on the air. Of course, you were just hearing the people's voice. You were seeing on the television screen. You were you were just St. Louis, right? But when people started talking with him, they would open up about their problems, about their issues, as if nobody else in the world was listening. Hmm. And uh, it was it was amazing for those familiar with the Catholic confessionals. It was like dropping a. A microphone into a confessional and listening to listening to people's uh, problems and sins and whatever. And Luis would then guide the conversation and share biblical truths and biblical principles. And then many, many times, at the conclusion of the conversation, the person on the other end of the, of the line would would agree to pray to open their hearts to Christ. Many people came to the Lord. Uh, in an amazing way on live television through a phone call, through a phone-in program. And we know as a fact many, many other people were watching and listening to that program and praying the same prayer because we heard testimonies afterwards. So I thought, wow, this is amazing. Here is a gifted man of God who is having a conversation, a private conversation, with somebody who's just opening up about their life and the whole country is listening in benefiting from the from the gospel teaching and learning how to open up their hearts to Christ and that was repeated time after time during his crusades, particularly in Latin America.
0: Fantastic. I want to piggyback. You mentioned Latin America. You grew up in Havana. You have a real heart for the Latin American community and, and Christian broadcasting reaching into Cuba. Talk about your passion for the Latina people and why you do what you do for the Hispanic community.
1: You're supposed to bloom where you're planted. And the word planted, my brothers and me, in Latin America, And my wife, by the way, uh, grew up in Latin America. She was born in New Jersey, but grew up in Mexico City, and that's where I met her, and that's where we got married. Interesting. We're both bicultural. We both feel at home in Latin America. We love the music, the food, the customs, and the people. And we're at home here in the States, too, because we lived many, many years in the States as well. Yes. Uh, The nerds opened up the opportunity for me to get involved in broadcasting uh, at a radio station in San Francisco back in the 60s. This was a shortwave radio station, Far East Broadcasting Company, that broadcast to Latin America. And it was heard all the way down to Argentina, Buenos Aires, uh, to Chile, Paraguay, those countries way down south, as well as Mexico and Central America. Sure. I got my start as a bilingual announcer on that radio station. Very cool. And had the opportunity to be in Spanish speaking media, not only FEBC but also working with Luis Palau and then afterwards my time uh, as a as a news producer at CBN, mm-hmm. the Christian Broadcasting Network. I started a program in Spanish called Mundo Cristiano, a news program reporting on what God does around the world. So our family has been very closely tied to Latin America for all of these years. And and like I said at the beginning, you know, we're supposed to bloom where we're planted. That's so the wonderful. Lord planted us there. And that's where uh, we we really love
0: doing ministry. That's fantastic. Stan, these days you've been involved with a company that you uh, founded and you're CEO of GNA, Global News Alliance. Talk about that organization and how our listeners can get involved
1: is simply a uh, news exchange for Christian broadcasters. There are uh, Christian television broadcasters all over the world, from Taiwan to the Philippines to Germany, UK, Canada, Latin America, Australia. So I worked for 20 years as a news producer with a Christian broadcasting network. And my focus was to get stories, of what God is doing in the world. It's important to see what's happening in general news, our communities, our our nation, and the world. But it's also important for us to see what God is doing, the charitable work of the church. We don't hear enough about the orphanages, the schools, the uh, hospitals, the medical missions, feeding the homeless, all of the things that Christians, the church, does around the world. And when you put it all together, when you take a look at it, it's wonderful. It's huge. But we don't get enough stories about it. Hmm. You don't see many of the stories about that. What we did is to some friends of mine, broadcasters, and I started a uh, news exchange platform on the internet so that participants can upload a story about working you know with the coronavirus issues in Japan, mm-hmm. uh, in Taiwan, for example, mm-hmm. and uh, then somebody in Latin America says, "Oh, that's a great story. I want it for my broadcast. They pull it down, they download it and include it in their broadcast for their particular audience. and we we help with the translation from English to spanish and and uh, those issues as well. But the point is we are we exist to increase the number of God stories Hmm. that are circulating to Christians and non-Christians alike around the world so that we can get a better perspective about uh, a better worldview, a more complete worldview that includes the presence and the activity and the love of God in it. Um, If you watch the evening news, it can be very depressing. We offer hope with this kind of story. And the truth is there's a lot of hope There's a lot of encouragement, and we see God at work. So what we've done is we've created this alliance, this news co-op, to share stories about what God is doing so that uh, every broadcaster can have access to more stories from different parts of the world. And the other thing that's coming up, and you were probably thinking about this as well, is the smartphone journalist angle. Yes. There there aren't enough reporters, and there certainly isn't enough money, Available to Christian broadcasters to go out and cover all of these stories. I mean, when you think of sending a crew to Africa or sending a crew to Taiwan or some of these other places, it's just not economically feasible and there are not enough Christian reporters to do the job adequately. Right. Why not crowdsource the news? Why not enable? ordinary people who have a passion for using video and telling stories with their phones why not recruit them uh, give them a little bit of training because that smartphone that they have in their pocket is capable of shooting editing and distributing video stories of high quality especially the newer smartphones with free apps and with no other devices needed we've got a potential army of reporters out there, citizen journalists, if you will, who uh, who can tell the stories from their part of the world that nobody else has heard of. So that's our dream. We started training uh, people. We have a little bit of online training on our website, gna.news. We welcome anybody, any Christian who's got a passion for telling stories, Get involved, get engaged, learn how to tell stories, go out and practice shooting a story. You can edit it together, get an interview, get some footage of what's going on, put it together, have fun doing it, do it again and again and again until you get good at it. And then share your stories. Share your stories with your friends, your family, your church, um, your your pastor, would probably welcome that with open arms. Getting stories of what people in the congregation are doing, how they're serving the Lord.
0: How has this been received in the global community as it were?
1: The website has been there for about three years. Okay. And we've been serving broadcasters, and most of our stories come from the broadcasters themselves, sharing okay. stories. Okay, or from ministries. That's been going. And the training of smartphone and journalists has just started. Uh, we have a couple of contributions already, one from southern Mexico. Wow. A young lady there took one of our courses. Just a quick one-hour introductory course, in fact, at an event in, in Central America. And she went out and did, did a story about five families who had been kicked out of their village in southern Mexico because of their faith. Uh, this kind of persecution has been going on for years in, in southern Mexico and Chiapas particularly. So she went and documented it. She showed uh, some of the families. She interviewed some people who are trying to help these people and give them food and go to the government for them and so forth. So, and, and put together a really nice story. So that's one case. We don't have a lot of uh, journalists involved yet. Really, if you have a passion, if you know how to tell stories or if, if you want to learn how to tell stories, you have to be a storyteller. And you need to do it journalistically. Anybody can get engaged.
0: That's fantastic. It's gna.news, not .com, folks, gna.news. Talk about the work that we do for the kingdom and your impressions of SET7 in general.
1: Well, I am hugely impressed by the ministry of Sat 7 its reach in uh, the Middle East and North Africa, the creative things that uh, Sat 7 is doing, like ministering to children, Providing educational resources and, and help and encouragement and stories and and wholesome entertainment to the children of the Middle East in Iraq and in the refugee camps and all over, it's, it's so impressive. I hope that other Christian broadcasters take note of this example and do the same kind of thing where they are. But this is a unique situation of the Middle East. I'm so glad that SAD-7 is there. To share the gospel in creative ways with uh, people that need it so much. To go behind the closed doors. Cool thing about the media that so you can go behind closed doors. They don't people don't have to go to a location. They don't have to go to a church, but they can they can hear the gospel message, and uh, present it in creative ways right in their living room, and it's it's amazing. So uh, I'm blessed, to even. Uh, be in touch with you and hope that uh, we can do good things together in the future.
0: Thank you so much for that. Stan, this has been a wonderful chat. Would you mind closing our time today with a word of prayer to our Lord and Savior? Would you mind doing that for us, please?
1: I want to thank you, Lord, for chat seven, first of all, and the wonderful ministry they're having in the Middle East and North Africa. I'm so inspired by the way they're teaching children in refugee camps who don't have access to schooling, and they're bringing messages of hope and encouragement. Bless their ministry, Lord. Give them all the resources they need. And Lord, we thank you for the opportunity to use the tool in our hands. I think of Moses and the challenge that he received from the burning bush and uh, God speaking to him and saying, what is that in your hand? We have a powerful tool that we can use to communicate messages of hope, whether it's a text message or a Facebook message or a full video story that can be shared with broadcasters. So help us to use the tool in our hand. Help us to use what you placed in our hand, Lord, to tell your story and to bring glory to the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior, who loves us so much that he died for us. Lord, we gladly submit to you. We gladly tell your story and give testimony to your goodness. Thank you for Ron. Thank you for this podcast.
0: In Jesus' name, amen. That's going to do it for me, Ron Stafford, thanking you very much for being right there. And remember, only with God's strength and God's help, you truly can make today a fantastic day. And tomorrow, even better. We'll chat again next time. We live in a changing world that offers more ways than ever to minister to others. Sat7 is changing how ministry is done by using cutting-edge technology. We beam age-old biblical truth through well-produced programs into living rooms. And by partnering with churches, we are able to overcome obstacles in communicating the gospel message around the world. We also offer web streaming and our apps can be downloaded on various smart devices across the Middle East and North Africa. Sat7 crosses borders and historic boundaries in the distribution of the gospel and making the gospel available to everyone in that region of the world. But in order for Sat7 to continue in this effort, we need support from listeners like you. Visit us online today at sat7usa.org/unconventional. Again, that's sat7usa.org unconventional. Or give us a call at 866-744-7287. That's 866-744-7287.